Welcome to another episode of From Here Inward. Uh, with this one being released the 30th of October, kind of figured that the conversation I have maybe kind of go with the times a little bit. So uh, the conversation I have is with my cousin Sammy and her husband George. And we kind of like talk a little, little ghost stories, little abnormal happenings that we've uh, we've encountered. There is talk of some graphic things that that either of us have kind of lived through so uh trigger warning for anyone out there uh but without further ado fucking damn we were talking about a lot downstairs but (laughs) but you know what uh what i was thinking about on my way over here that i think would be super fucking cool uh so this episode would come out on the 30th so I was like, it being like Halloween, like Spooky. talk about some like, yeah, like have you, Spooky vibes. I know, I I mean, maybe, probably you, growing up on our family, I feel like that shit was a lot. I've had a like a fucking handful of experiences with shit like that, but have you ever had anything like that? Any like, Here? anywhere, anywhere. No, no, I, I've, I've never. He's a non-believer. No, he's a non-believer. No, 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 not that I'm not. not <laughs> it, it's never happened to me to be like, oh, fuck yeah. You know, I, need I to go believe. To yeah, yeah, yeah. But well, I mean, it's never made me go to church. <laughs> but if you've seen it, but you, like you know yourself, like oh, there's there's a, there's a greater power out there. So you don't believe in that? You don't believe in some form of greater power? Is uh, it yeah. like the root of it? I, I gotta be scared straight, you know? <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know. Uh, dude, yeah, I don't know, hard, man. It's hard for me to be convinced, but um, I've had some fucking experiences, dude. Throughout my life, even at Meadowbrook, yeah, nah, bro. Not once, and then until I got, I, I moved in with Sam and, and, and Chacho and Kana. Yeah, yeah. One time, bro, I was downstairs, and I was like, oh, babe, go upstairs. I'll, uh, I'll turn off the lights, close the doors like I usually do. Yeah. Double check everything, you know? Yeah. So, all right. So she went upstairs. No, I'm by myself. Dog's up over here with her. With her. It's on TV. Walk away. And it turns back on. I'm like, you motherfucker. I was yeah. like, I know I turned you off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I go back. Boom, click it again, and I put one step on the on the stairs, and boom, turns back up again. And I was like, "Look here, motherfucker!" I was like, <laughs> "You turn on this fucking TV one more time, I, I I'm gonna start praying and I'm like go get the holy water." And like I turned it off and I stood there. <laughs> I was like, "Do it again, do it again." No, it's alright. And then it like so like it didn't turn on, and so I went upstairs. I was like. Was that was I just tripping yeah, or yeah. Is, is that did that just really happen? But other than that, like I know she has bad stories. Well, yeah. this one actually happened kind of recently. Damn, and I haven't had any recently. No, this happened recently, and I I feel like we don't even have an explanation for it. And it it freaked me out to where a couple of days I couldn't really go to sleep, <coughs> and is then the shuttle guy in the corner. No, 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 oh. that's a different one. That that one happened like, like two years ago. Um. But this one was, I want to say, within, like, the year. So, basically, remember when we were we were in the room and we were sleeping, and all oh. of a sudden, like, we used to sleep with our window open. Yeah. And I don't like doing that now. Like, now we sleep with it closed. We turn the AC on. I don't care. I'll pay for the gas, yeah. whatever. And so, anyways, we were sleeping. It was probably, like, I don't know, maybe three, almost four in the morning, because he was about to go to work pretty soon. And our dog kind of started, like, growling. And we were like, Jameson, what the, like, what the fuck is your problem? And we were like, just go back to sleep. And then he, like, got up. And he kind of just looked around. 
And it just felt like this energy came into the room and it was like a growl that I've never heard to where it even kind of freaked Jameson out. Damn. And we kind of just stood there in silence. And from there, like, I was like, okay, was I half asleep? And then my mind played tricks on me? Yeah. Or did we just hear that? And then and we both woke up out of it. Yeah. And so when I tell you this was like a growl, it's like one of those that you hear in the fucking scary movies. Like, so after that, I couldn't go back to sleep and he kind of was just too stunned. Like, we were both just too stunned to speak. And we were like, what the fuck was that? And so then I was like, well, fuck this. And the, my go-to is like when something scary happens, I'm going to put something like light on TV. So I fucking put Bob's Burgers and was like, we're just going to fucking watch Bob's Burgers. No, that was a different thing. So we've had a couple of instances happen. And like one time on the ring camera, it's gone off and we've like seen these orbs fly around and we've we've asked multiple people like oh what's your opinion what's your opinion and they're always like oh maybe it's a spider web maybe it's this (laughs) yeah and we're just like nah like look at the orbs come out of nowhere um and so we've had that happen but for sure the growling one was the the one of the top ones we actually ended up showing the video to a couple people and getting their getting their uh opinions and they're like they're like did you see the black cat like what like yeah look, look right there it, it shows up and then fucking disappears within like within a second. A black cat? Black yeah, a black cat. cat. Jesus. And we're like, nah, we didn't even see that. And that happened at like I think the timeline was like one thirty between one thirty and two two a.m. Um, so that that was also another one where we're like, what the hell? I think uh one thing that also happened to us as a couple is we had just gone into a fight. And we were driving back from God knows where, but we were fighting. So the car was silent, like yeah. no conversations whatsoever. And we're driving down uh, right here on Perry Road. So you know how where my, my tia Ellie lives? Yeah. So we're driving down that entire yeah, street. Yeah, long ass street. Right. And right when we get to the stop sign to actually turn down the hill to Deep Tell, we just see this long ass shadow like super skinny you saw it long too? he saw it too like i stayed quiet because i was like okay i'm fucking imagining it and my thing was i couldn't even look up anymore because i was so petrified that while i was driving i was just looking down at my dash and was like i'm just gonna keep going straight because this is a straight road it's fucking three in the morning no cars are gonna come in and out like i'm just gonna drive straight and so when we finally get to the stop sign and we turn down uh george goes did you see that? And I'm like, holy shit, you fucking saw it too? <laughs> and he go, and he just starts laughing. And I'm like, that's not funny. Like, this Damn. isn't a good time. Dude, and it was like seven foot tall, black what, shadow. Fucking Slender Man uh, type shit. Yes, like. You can see through him. Like, it was a shadow. You can, era como una cortina, wey. Like a sheet. Like, but, uh, it was a black figure. And you can see through him and see the light. Look, I'm still, look, like, my hairs are fucking standing up because it's, like, I tell you, when I was, I had no words because I was just like, no, like, it's, it's one of those things where your mind just fucking plays tricks yeah, on you. Yeah. But the fact that he saw it, too, was when, like, no, bitch, it's not yeah. just you. Like, somebody else Hell, saw it, too. See, and that that's the part that fucks me up the most is when someone else is there to, like, not even verify, verify but, like, it, add to it, maybe? Yeah, it, it solidifies that, like, no, 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 this is actually happening. Because, like, that's, I feel like that's the thing with with ghosts and all of that stuff is that like if you are the only one that sees it i feel like a lot of people play that you play yourself off of like fuck no that can't be the case hell no like Like, i'm in this house by myself that ain't real i'm absolutely not like constantine 
when he, when he was growing up, he was like, am I really seeing this? <laughs> yeah, not. see, and it's like, but it's that. Like, I feel like the moment, the moment that somebody else is there to, like, give it, it gives it credentials of, like, no, 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 this shit was real. Like, fuck, now you can't ignore it. Yeah. You cannot make some kind of excuse for it. Like, nothing. It's It was there. That thing, that fucking seven-foot-tall thing. No, no, no. You did yeah, see and, it. Like, and, like, that was the scary part because, like, I we tried to put words to it, but we were like, no, like, you could obviously tell it was a man. Like, you could tell it was a masculine figure. And it walked from one side of the street to the other side of the street, and it stopped halfway kind of, like, looking at us. But it doesn't have a face. It doesn't have eyes. Like, it's just a fucking shadow. And then it just kept walking across and we were like, what the fuck just happened? And so while we, we were actually telling the story, um, when was it? I think it was. TJ, no. No, no, no. We were, we, my Tia Ellie and stuff were here. It was after someone's birthday oh, that they birthday. came over. They're talking about the, the gnome. Yeah. The and my tia, my tia says, you know, it's crazy. This street has been known to have like crazy shit happen. Like her street? Her street. Yeah, Perry okay. Road. Yeah, I was like, no, Perry Road or whatever. <laughs> Yeah, that her street has crazy habit. And she said specifically the next door neighbor house or like right in front of them. It's one of the houses right yeah. in her area that basically um, my our grandpa from mm-hmm. my our da- my dad's side of the family. Mm-hmm. Um, he used to go and mow their lawn and because, you know, he was like gardening and stuff like that. And so she would pay for him to go and upkeep yeah, their yeah. house. Yeah. Cool. And he used to always get there at, like, 5 in the morning. He would sleep in his car, wait until around 6 when, like, kids would start getting ready for school. Mm -hmm. Then he would go to my tia's house. She would offer him, you know, a donut, coffee, their routine. And so he said that one time, or she was retelling the story, that basically one time he was gardening in the backyard and that he heard, like, a lot of rustling, like, something in the bushes the fuck like it's a rat yeah. i gotta kill it it's a possum you know that was his his mindset like oh i have to kill whatever is in the bush so he he said he went to get closer to like figure out what what was it like what kind of animal and that you know he just kept here rustling and rustling he's like what the hell and he couldn't find it and he was like oh whatever so that he, he i guess he turns around and he starts working on the gardening again and from the his peripheral he starts seeing something run yeah. And he was just like, what the fuck was that? So I guess it ran from like one bush to another bush. And he was just like, nah, like, no I'm way. crazy. Yeah, like, I must oh, be, I must be crazy. So then I guess he goes to that specific bush. Yeah. And he's just like standing there, like, is something gonna jump out? Like, what is it? Yeah. And he's like, all right, whatever. And like, I guess when he's about to walk away, the rustling starts happening. Like, whatever, the thing in the bush starts yeah. going off again. And so he gets closer and like he's about to open the bush and the fucking gnome pops out. And he said like he I guess he had told her that it was the ugliest thing he had ever fucking seen (laughs) and that it hissed at him like a fucking cow like (sighs) and that it had the nastiest teeth ever. And we were and while she's telling the story, like I'm like, oh, that's fucking creepy. And my Theo Rufo is just like, like. Yeah, you know, he's being skeptical. <laughs> and so then she goes, what the hell? So then I guess my Theo after, or my grandpa, sorry, after that was like, I'm getting the fuck out of yeah, here. So he dipped, like he left. He didn't even say a word to my Theo, like he just left. And that the following day, he didn't come back. And she was like, what the hell? You didn't finish the job. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so then I guess after, like, I think two or three days passed, he came back. And this time it was like at 630 and she was like, oh, like, like what happened? You know, you always come 435. Yeah. Like, what happened? You're not sleeping in your car. 
<laughs> and so then he told her like no like this is what happened like after that my sugar went low like i had Damn. to go and she was like oh you're crazy so then that <laughs> same day i guess she ends up talking to the neighbor and was like oh has anything weird ever happened in the house and she's like oh yeah dude she's like we hear stuff under underneath the floorboards all the time like she go and she even said supposedly i think it was like a great grandparent of hers had buried treasure underneath the house that's what they say about duendes and that's what they say about duendes that, that they're after treasure that they're after treasure oh shit and so she was like yeah like uh, she's like even when we've tried to rent this house out or we've tried to like put other family members yeah. in this house she goes nobody can stand being here because shit, shit happens in the middle Damn. of the night and she was she was like what and so then she went and she told grandpa like Oh, you know, I talked to the neighbor and they actually said that they see this and this. And he goes, I'm fucking telling you, it was a duende. Like, when I tell you I saw what I saw, it was a fucking duende. And, she, and so that after that, I guess, you know, he went back to work in the backyard, but he never went to that side of the house. And he that's was he was funny. just like, I'm not going to so mess with it. That side of the house is just all fucking overgrown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so then uh, that's that's a crazy story where I was just like, damn, that's that's crazy. I've but, had I've had my own like thing with duendes. It, it was halfway a psychedelic like thing so um i i went out to mammoth uh i don't even know how long ago it was a year a few years ago and um uh mammoth mountain well i don't even know where the fuck it's at dude it's fucking way that like what four i don't know how many hours away from here is that towards like, like big bear area like going that not way further than that but like going that way right like yeah, north yeah way? you're going way the yeah, fuck up so, north. yeah yeah oh right. shit i let me look it up but um I was I was in Mammoth and some dude there was over here talking about that. Oh, that he has fucking he, oh, it's six hours and twenty minutes away. Damn. Fuck. Yeah. Where's it at? It's like going up towards Modesto, just more east, Fresno. It's on the border of fucking Nevada, basically. But um I was up in Mammoth and this dude had he's over here talking about that like, he has mushrooms and like I forget what he was like just fucking trying to be like I, he was with someone that was there at the at the whole camping trip and it almost seemed like he was trying to you know just be like I don't know show off he had like okay. an ego to it that oh yeah I got mushrooms and I was like the moment I heard mushrooms I fucking <laughs> my nips got show hard me. yeah I was like <laughs> I was ass? like bro yeah, that's no, a- no that's <laughs> what I did I was like no wait for real okay, <laughs> you got mushrooms show me and yeah, he fucking popped him out, and it was, dude, it was like barely, like maybe a gram, a gram and a half. Like, You're like man, this is, this is, what is this shit? That's what I said. And that's hey, exactly what? what I said. I was like, dude, I start at six or seven. Like, this ain't shit. And he's like, no, 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 they're good, they're good. And I was like, okay, whatever. Literally, the moment he gave it to me, I fucking put him in a tea and I pounded it. And he looks over and he's like, you ate them? I was like, yeah, they're in this tea. And he's like, all of them? I was like, dude, this isn't a lot, dude. Like, come on. This is not a lot of fucking mushrooms. Like, relax. And he was all shocked because he would literally only eat, like, one mushroom. And, like, he would be, like, fucking tripping. And there was, like, maybe, like, four or five in there. And, like, I pounded all of them. And I was like, yeah, whatever. So he, was like, he was like, man, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. yeah kind of sharing his carry. <laughs> and it's funny because I think that's what ended up happening he was, was like, that he saw me eat all that and like was probably like, yeah, you can have them. But was probably like, nah, he won't eat them all and then I'll probably be able to save the rest. Like, nah, dude, I fucking took all of them, dude. <laughs> I'm fucking, so I'm sitting there. The night's going on. I can feel it coming on. Like I get the, the tingly sensation in my body. I get warm. Like my temperature, my body temperature actually goes up. 
And I'm sitting there and I'm fucking, I'm actually like feeling it. I'm like, all right, fuck yeah, dude. Like, they're not bad. Like, I can feel it. Mm. The, I see the the fucking trees. I'm just laying there. I'm sitting there and I fucking see the trees. And like, it's all dark, the moonlight in the background. The fucking trees turn into these giant feathers. Like, all around me, they turn into these feathers. And I'm like, fuck. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, oh, fuck yeah. They, they're like actually, you know, doing this sort of fucking thing. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, yeah, I'm chilling. And then all of a sudden, like, I'm in the middle of seeing, like, all the feathers and, like, the breeze and the fucking trees and shit. And I start seeing these, like, dots everywhere. Like, you know how, like, in Star Wars, there's little creatures with the red dots? Yeah, yeah. It's exactly what I saw out in the forest. There's dots, dots, dots. And they started multiplying until the whole fucking forest was filled with fucking these little red dots. And I'm like, nah, bro. Like, that doesn't seem good. That doesn't seem right. I'm like, fuck no. Like, I actually have a bad feeling. Like, I'm just going to my tent and I'm going to pass the fuck out. Right, right. And I'm fucking... uh. But that's what it was. They were the Wednesdays. It's what I ended up, like, realizing after the fact, like, fucking just intuitively. Like, no, that's exactly what those motherfuckers were. They were trying to rob you, man. I don't know what the fuck they're trying to do, but hey. But I end up going uh, in the tent, and I fucking, I'm sitting there, I'm laying down, and I'm still kind of, like, going through it a little bit. And I start, um, I start getting this feeling that they're, like, closing in to my tent. And I'm like, what the fuck? I can feel them, like, getting closer and closer. And I'm like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, I get this, like crazy breeze all of my body just i feel this breeze and i'm under like five fucking blankets okay and i feel this like crazy cool breeze like just get all like just hit me and i'm like what the fuck and then i feel feathers just like hitting my face i feel like feathers brushing. yeah brushing they're they're brushing all this shit away and i'm like what the fuck and then i end up realizing that uh there's a man that protects that forest there it's some like some native american dude some indio i was there and that he saw what was happening and he brushed all that shit away. He like shooed all that stuff away. No and way. it's funny. I got in trouble in that whole fucking thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, not only by the mushrooms, but about that, by that guy telling me that like I went and took these mushrooms that I don't know what kind of intention is put on them from this guy that I don't even fucking know. That's true. Like I was being told all of this shit and I'm like, fuck, like, I got in trouble. And I'm like, damn, all right, whatever. And um, like you're being scolded by your uncle, huh? Like, hey, fucker, like, this is what you, you it's fucked exactly, up. Like, it's exactly what it was. It was like, it also, he told you, he's like, yeah, oh, you fucked up. Like, yeah, this, like, exactly. So I was like, damn, yeah. like, fuck, okay. And then I was told that what I'm going to do tomorrow is that I'm going to take the mushrooms that I had. I still had them in a bag, like, from the tea. Right, right. That I'm going to uh, carry them around and I'm going to put my energy towards the fucking mushrooms. I'm going to redo the mushrooms again, and then I'm going to plant the mushrooms. And I'm like, fuck. Like, I was told all of this shit in that whole thing. And, yeah, I woke up the next morning, and fucking we went on a hike. I did all this shit, and I was like, damn, dude. Like, I got fucking scolded like a motherfucker on that day. But fucking doing that, That's fucking crazy. And you know what? I'm a huge person on energy. Like, even though he's a non-believer, we always talk about it, but I'm a huge person on energy. Because, like, what? Oh, something that always stuck with me is that happened in high school. And... This is the crazy part. It was during my quince. Okay. And you remember when we all fucking spent the night, the the same night of the quince, we all came Mm -hmm. into my room and we're all chilling Mm -hmm. and we fucking saw like something open the door. So we ran fucking downstairs. Like we were being wild. (laughs) But like the moments leading up to that, that was real shit because so I want to say like after my quince or like right before my quince, I started having problems with my group of friends, like my specific group of friends. Yeah. And so I started becoming very attached to who I thought was a friend at the time, but I don't think they had the right intentions for me. And so like as soon as I started really just uh, paying attention to this specific person and like really feeding all of my time and energy into this specific person, 
my life kind of started going downhill in the sense of like I was becoming depressed. Like mm-hmm. that was the mindset. And so the times that I would hang out with my friends in this specific room that we're actually on now before we used to have a computer where like the TV is now and there was a radio there and the radio just would go off static. It would turn on and go off. And we were like, what the fuck? And then all of a sudden, like we were like, just don't pay attention to it. And that shit flew. So that happened. Like, I want to say on a freaking Tuesday leading up to my quince. Then like the next day, my friends would come over all the time too, because my parents were never here. So this would be the hangout spot because they were always working. So they came, we were hanging out, we were getting shit ready for the quince and the fucking cabinets downstairs opened like would open and close and they would see that shit like that's why i knew i wasn't crazy <laughs> and so boom that was the next thing that happened and then like on the th- like wednesday or thursday i had my first experience and my last experience was sleep paralysis and that shit hit me heavy like when i tell you that has stuck with me so basically like uh i was sleeping obviously and i just woke up and I used to always sleep. I still to this day sleep with my door closed. And I like to lock that shit. Regardless if a robber can break it because it's fucking made out of composite. I don't care. Like, I think it's going gonna, it's gonna to be a barrier. And so during the sleep paralysis, I was able to kind of like lift my head. And I noticed that my door was opening. And it was like this very, very handsome person. Or it was a guy. Yeah. And he was like very, very handsome. And I remember he would tell me like, or he did tell me he was just like, oh, like, you know, nobody cares for you. Like nobody loves you. You know, you're this, you're that. And I always grew up being chubby. And so I felt like that was a lot of my value. Like, oh, I don't value because I'm chubby. I don't value because no one loves me because I'm chubby. And he would tell me that like that thing was telling me like, oh, you know, you're so fat. Like no one loves you. Like even your friends don't hang out with you anymore. Like this isn't this feeding into this energy. Right. And then he would tell me like, you should just kill yourself. Like just fucking kill yourself. Like you have a razor. And I like, it's true. I did have a razor in my dresser and he was like, just fucking do it. Like who, no one's going to care. Like I promise you, no one's going to care. And at that point, me and my sister, we were not vibing. Like, me and her would butt heads all the time. My brother had recently moved out, and so he wasn't visiting us as much anymore. And that was, like, my lifeline. Because Junior, like, even if I was just hanging out with him in his room, like, that was peace for me. So then he would tell me, like, your brother doesn't even come around anymore. Like, just feeding into this energy. And then all of a sudden, like, I remember I started praying. And I wasn't even praying to God. I was praying to my tío Tito, who had passed away a few months prior and i was like please like theo if you're here like save me like please 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 like just praying and praying and praying and the the figure it started to turn from this human like very very handsome person to like his mouth just opened wide damn it's crazy that you describe him that at first as a handsome person I feel like it's such a thing to, like, get close to you. Yeah, like, to try to build confidence, right? There's, like, a consciousness behind that fucking thing. That's so crazy. Yeah. So, as it starts forming into now this figure, his eyes went from being, like, nice and innocent to when I tell you, like, when I saw that movie, uh, Evil Dead. Oh, yeah. Those eyes. Yeah, that shit. That's the fucking eyes he had. And so then all of a sudden his mouth starts opening up to like a mouth of a fucking wolf, right? Like just sharp teeth. And then all of a sudden he had a long ass fucking tongue, like a snake, just long ass tongue. And then the figure of itself, it started to become white, 
white as a fucking ghost like so i just like i imagine this demonic ass face with these long ass teeth this long ass fucking mouth his mouth open wide like a fucking wolf that's howling and he starts just telling like he starts laughing and it was like this deep it wasn't even a laugh that you hear like in the fucking exorcism it was just this deep laugh just laughing and he starts telling me like i can have you every any second that i fucking want like just telling me like that like i can fucking come and get you when i want and i will like i'm gonna let you live your life right now and i'm gonna let you think that i can't have you but when i want to fucking come i'm gonna come back and don't you worry about that like no one can save you and like tears are running down my face at this point and i'm just like praying and praying and i remember i tried to shout so fucking hard because at the time my parents were across the room for me so i wanted to shout and just be like dad dad but nothing would come out nothing and so then like i'm still staying like i can't keep get my eyes off of my door and the figure just starts to like slowly disappear into the darkness of the hallway and so then i'm like Little by little, I can start feeling sensation in my toes again. And, like, from there, I start to feel my arms again. And I'm still praying. I'm still, like, please, Theo, please, like, God be with me. Like, Theo, please, like, Padre Nuestro que estás en el cielo. Like, coming up with anything that I fucking can. (laughs) And I just hear him laughing again, laughing again. And then after that, obviously, I can start moving again. And I'm just, like, I'm going to fucking go to sleep. Like, I'm going to act like I don't even know what the fuck happened. The next morning, I was, like, okay, if I'm dreaming, my door would be closed, right? I wake up, my fucking door is wide open. Fuck. yeah and so i'm like and i know like because my thing is to this day he leaves the door, door open and i'm like close the fucking door he doesn't lock it i, 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 I will like, get lock, up like, and lock it yeah Damn. i'll close the door but i will not lock it and i'll be like babe you got me and jameson come on she's like <laughs> no it's not even that i was like all right there's something else to it I'm yeah like, but deeper. but after that happened literally so then it was like the whole quince thing and for the next few days i could not sleep i would sleep at school and people would be like what's wrong with you and i got so jumpy and i was like dude i can't sleep i can't sleep and so i told my mom like kind of what was happening and she was like you need to check who you're hanging around with and i was like why and she she was like because a lot of the times when stuff like that happens sleep paralysis is because there's someone in your crew that's wishing ill on you and like it's happening and i was just like I don't think so. And so then here's the crazy shit. So then um, my tia Licha, my mom's sister, she used to spend the night here all the time. Like once a week she would be here. Yeah. And so after that had happened, I started to become so scared that I would have my friends sleep over. Monday through Friday. Yeah. I remember that. They would sleep over. Regardless if it was a school night, they would sleep over. Yeah. And so at the time, this one specific person who I really think did not have good intentions for me they were spending the night and so i guess my tia she woke up in like the middle of the night to go use the bathroom and so she w- when she went out of her room she saw that person sitting on the stairs rocking back and forth oh wow, fuck no dude talking fuck about no, dude. yeah yeah no. talking about oh come get her you can get her like she's all yours she's all yours my tia said she was holding onto a necklace that i turned out to have like a vial of blood in it or some shit like that Rocking back and forth, right? And then my tia was like, fuck this. Went back into her room and closed the door. Was like, I'm not getting out. And so the next day, that's when she told me, like, yo, what is up with your friend? And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, dude, in the middle of the fucking night, I went to go use the bathroom. And this is the fucking thing that happened. And so then I was like, what? And then I want to say, like, after that, very, very quickly, I started having these really crazy dreams where I would, like, be running. And I would always be followed by this little girl she would always have a white dress red bow black hair 
and she tell me run run he's gonna find you run 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 every dream regard like my dream could start off happy and before i woke up it would always be this little girl telling me like you need to fucking run like you need to run you need to run so so like i said i would always have these dreams and they would always end up with that girl telling me like run run and she you know what she's fucking crazy she would always tell me go into the closet hide in the fucking closet like she'd always okay. tell me go to the closet go to the closet hide in so the closet so is this a good or bad thing well, well i'm i'm going into you're it so you're getting to that That's i'm getting chill. to it so then finally like at this point i i started hurting myself because i literally was like i don't know what to do anymore this per- specific person who was in my life like i said they didn't really have good intentions for me Bruh. they told me so after this specific person you know they um they would tell me like in school they would tell me like hey you know like it's okay to cut yourself like it's gonna help like it's gonna help like it's okay to do self-harm trigger warning and um she's basically the one who introduced that to me and so for me it was more of like i was punishing myself for not being able to handle my own emotions i was punishing myself for not being strong enough because my mom would tell me like like after i started opening up to her she just at first she fed into it of like oh it's the people you're hanging out with then after a while she was like oh you know like it's just because you need attention like you're crazy you're this you're that and then i remember even my dad was like oh do i need to send you to like a crazy house and i was just like no like you're not listening like obviously something's happening to me like Like, my friends are telling you there's something happening like can you get the fucking house blessed like (laughs) (laughs) like my tia just told you she saw some shit yeah she really (laughs) saw some shit yeah and it was like everyone's feeding into it like you guys are acting like i'm crazy and so then um right before so then i'm uh, at this point, my mom goes, you know what? If you feel like it's somebody, then then you just need to cut them the fuck off. Like, yeah. you do valueless mass, which means, like, you have a lot of value. And, like, you, you're you in this world. And the one thing that has always stuck with me, and I always tell my husband now, is my mom would always say, in este mundo, tú no tienes amigos. You have acquaintances, but they're not your friends. Your friends are your family. And that's yeah. it. Like, yep. outside of that, they're not your friends. Yeah. And so then after that... I started kind of going solo dolo for a minute. And so then I told this specific person, like, you know what? We can't kick it no more. We're not friends. Like, I just feel like we're on two different wavelengths. Like, you're talking shit. Because then I found out she was talking shit about me. And it was like flies. Like, one friend after another would just drop me for no fucker. And I didn't even know what the fuck was going on. And it would be because this specific person was telling them, like, oh, she's saying this, she's saying that, blah, 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 blah. And so then finally, after I cut things off, that same fucking night. I had another dream, right? And the girl comes out and she fucking tells me it's safe. She, the little girl fucking tells me it's okay. He's gone now. Like, he's not coming anymore. Like, you're safe. You're safe. Like, you're fine. And I was just like, I remember I woke up crying and it wasn't even crying of like sadness. It was crying of relief. Yeah. Of like, I felt like this sudden weight off of my shoulder. And then, the, you know, next time I had dreams again and I never saw her again. So then I want to say like a year later, my mom had this before we used to have this ugly ass green carpet back in the 90s, 80s. That was the style. And so a, a year after that whole instance had happened, I didn't really have any friends anymore. Probably hanged out with like one person. And um, my mom was like, oh, we're going to get the house remodeled upstairs. We're going to get rid of the carpet. I was like, All right, for sure. So in my fucking room, in the closet, when they lift the fucking carpet, there was a baggie. Oh. A fucking, it was like a coin. It was like bird bones, 
some kind of fucking tea. Fuck no. And yeah, and a fucking letter, like a like not even a letter, like a notebook paper with a bunch of fucking gibberish on it. And my mom was like, "What the fuck is this?" And I was like, "You yeah, tell yeah, bitch, me." You tell me. <laughs> Damn. Yeah. So then after mom was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" I was like, "Mom, that's not me. Like, that's yeah, not what me." The fuck. Yeah, so then they, I remember she said, like, oh, you have to throw it in the fireplace. And so she threw it in the fireplace. But, like, that was just confirmation for me. Like, I wasn't fucking crazy. Then a few years later, so, like, you know, obviously we're growing up already. And um, I start talking to people who knew her. And they start telling me, like, oh, you know, they, she ended up in, like, a loony bin. Like, no. Yeah, like, for, for a brief moment, like, she had to be nah, institutionalized. Yeah, and so I was like, damn, that's crazy. And they were like, oh, you know, like, did you ever see that type of stuff? And I'm the type of, like, if you can't defend yourself, I don't really want to talk about you because you're not there to defend yourself. Mm -hmm. So I was just like, oh, you know, like, never would have thought. Obviously, like, if I'm going through some shit, it's not my place to say, though, because, like, once again, you're not there to defend yourself. You know, and that's that's such a, like, amazing position to put yourself in, in a place where somebody might have treated you that way. But you're just no longer going to give good nor bad energy towards it. I think that's such a fucking sick position. That took me a very long time to, like, put myself in to get to that point to be able to do that. That's really fucking, like, when you hold so much regret or so much, like, I don't know, just negative emotion towards something. Like, I feel like you're going to lean that way always. You're going to you're gonna talk shit regardless if you're telling someone else you're talking shit in your head. And, this yeah. and, that. and like, even just not doing that putting that kind of energy out there towards that is such a it's in a such a better place that none of that's ever going to come back to you because you're not putting any of that shit out yeah and i think and like you said it took a long time for for you to get there it took me a really long time too because leading up to those moments i you know in high school you're talking shit about this person talking shit about that person and then it becomes something bigger than it is because it started to become a lot of he said she said and so when i first got out of high school um it was the same thing. I was friends with these people who I could have said something and they would run with it to then tell the other person like, oh, well, she said this, this, this and this, even though I could have. Yeah, I could have said something negative, but I didn't say something that negative. Yeah. And so then uh, like at one point I stopped becoming friends with everybody or I guess they dropped me because it became so much of like she just said this, she said that, that that's when I realized I need to stop talking sh- like or I guess I need to stop confiding in people. Who are then going to run with it because if that person's not here to defend themselves, then they can't later yeah. on be like, well, you said this. It's like, no, well, now I'm going to say it in front of your fucking yeah, face. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where's the candle? The candle. So I was on the phone with Sarai. Okay. So me and her were vibing. We were yeah, FaceTiming. Like, that to that, I was like. Yeah. Oh. So we that's, that's what led up to what happened between me and him. But basically, I was on the phone with Sarai and she was and I guess she kept hearing my name. And she kept hearing your she name? She kept hearing my name, and she was like, oh, are you going to get that? And I was like, what are you talking about? She was like, oh, I think Oh, you're... she heard it like, oh, Yeah, like, shit. so we're okay. FaceTiming each other, right? And she's just like, oh, She's you... hearing it through the phone. She's you're hearing like it through oblivious. the phone. I don't fucking hear shit. Yeah. And so she goes, oh, like, are you going to are you gonna get that? And I was like, what? And she was like, are you busy? And I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? She's like, oh, I think your dad's calling for you. And I was like, I was like, damn, you got good ass ears. I was like, I didn't hear shit. And at this point, I'm living in the garage. So it's kind of separated from the house. So I go inside the house and I'm like, damn, how the fuck you hear that? So I go inside the house and I'm like, I, my dad's sitting on the couch and I'm like, you calling me? 
was like, no, I didn't call you. I was like, well, check yourself. Ooh. Yeah, and I was just like, I was like, all right. So I go back into the room and I'm like, oh, no, he didn't call me. She was like, oh, okay. I could have sworn I heard your name. I was like, all right. So we're going back to the conversation. We're talking all this shit. And then she hears my name again. And she's like, Samantha, like, I think someone's fucking with yeah. you. Oh. And I'm like, no, no one's fucking. What are you talking about? She's like, someone is yelling your name. Like, someone is legit yelling Samantha. And so then I go back outside. You know, walk outside the garage. And I go, Dad, are you sure you're not what calling the me? Fuck? Like, are you yelling for me? And he's like, no, I'm not yelling for you. Like, no one is saying your name. Shit, and I'm just like, fine. So I'm like on the phone with her. And I'm like, because it's FaceTime. And I'm like, look, you just heard him. He said he's not calling me. So then she goes, are you sure there's someone not outside of the garage calling your name? So then I go, oh, well, maybe George is surprising me. And like, oh, is that the, yeah, yeah, and it's outside the garage. Yeah. And I was like, but either way, like, bitch, you got good hearing because I don't hear <laughs> I don't nothing. Hear nothing, bro. So I text George and I'm like, hey, uh, where are you? Or something like that. And he's like, I'm going to fucking work. And I'm like. At the hotel. Yeah, because he used to work at a hotel um, overnight. And so he, I was, I told her, I was like, hey, you know, like, George is fucking working. Yeah. And she was just like. Dude, she's like, I swear I'm not crazy. Like, someone is yelling your name. And, and I was goes, just like... Who's that behind you? Remember? Yeah, so then so then I go... I'm, like, literally on my fucking bed, right? And there's a wall. There's no There's fucking just a wall way, behind dude. me. So the same, like, same bed, like, same style, but it was just open. It was nice, bro. Like, Yeah, it, so I'm literally like this, like, wall behind me. And she's like, who the fuck is behind you? And I go, bitch, there's a wall. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm, like, going like this. And she goes... Samantha, get the fuck out now. Like, get the fuck out now. And so I run into the living room. Hey, stop. And I'm huffing and puffing. And my dad is like, what the fuck is going on? And I was just like, I just need water. And he's just like, are you okay? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm good. And Sarai's just like, no, like, I swear to God, I saw something. Like, I saw someone behind you. And I'm like okay like either you're crazy or i'm crazy what the fuck are we doing here so then i'm like you know what like i'm kind of scared and then i text george again i'm like when when are you getting off and he's like i'm gonna get off soon so i tell sadie i was like hey you know what like i'm gonna go pick up george i'm just gonna go fucking to the hotel i'm gonna pick him up i'll i'll talk to you later and she's like oh i'm gonna i think she was like i'm gonna pray for you or some shit (laughs) and so then i leave whatever we come back or no right once i'm getting my stuff once, like, where I'm getting my shit, and I'm like, stay on FaceTime with me until I get to the hotel. She's like, oh, okay. And so I'm getting my stuff, and you do hear, like, a knocking on the garage. And I'm like, not today, Satan. So then I go get George, and he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, Sarai heard someone yelling my name. My dad said he didn't call me. I, I heard banging on the garage. Someone's gonna, fucking with me. I had, like, a bag of recycle that day, that, that night. Or, like, my bike. I had my bike. I was going to bike home yeah. from, like, 8th Street. And she was like, no, I'm going to pick you up right fucking now. I'm like, all right, like, all right, cool. Like, what's wrong? She's like, I'm like, just wait till I get there. Just wait. I'm like, all right, cool. So I took, a, I took apart the bike, put it in, in the Ultima. She was like, this is what happened. And I was like, it's because of that fucking candle. She had, a, she had bought a... We had bought a Santa Muerte candle. You had to bought be it. funny. Well, like... You had bought it. <laughs> to be funny. <laughs> What the fuck? It's just like, yeah, let's play the Ouija board for fun. I was like, like, where'd you buy this? She goes, for for, for less. I'm like, for less? I've never seen this one after for less. Which one did you go to? She's like, the one on Sweetwater. I'm like, like, bro, it was the only one there. I had to get it. 
<laughs> I've never seen that candle before. You literally, literally, right before you fucking walked in, walked out. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, that's what's happening to you. You have that fucking candle oh, yeah. in here. Yeah, he told me, he was like, it's the fucking candle. So then at the time, it was, um, uh, it was uh, Halloween. It was Halloween. It was already I'm fucking dead. October. And so then George goes, well, we got to get rid of it. And I'm like, yeah, you're right. Like, well, let's fucking get rid of it. And, that, and then I was like, oh, I heard. I'm thinking Ouija board. Like, if you throw it away, it's going to come back. Right? So, so I was like, we got to give it to somebody. Like, who am I going to bless? That's fucked up. <laughs> who am I going to bless? Like, <laughs> no, here it is. Curse the bomb. No, like, just wait. We're like, well, fuck. Like, we had to get rid of it that night. That same night we got home. It was like still 12, 1. Yeah, probably 1. But here's the thing. Holy At shit. that time... There's a 24-hour uh, Walmart in Eastlake, <laughs> right? Oh, okay. It was, Super ha- center. it was Halloween already. And so dropped they, it off. Bro, oh they had a, a little, nice little pumpkin patch and, like, we got stacked. Like, it was, it was like, we're like, hey, you're not down to go drop it off right there? I was like, bet. Oh, I'm like, right. dead. He's and always was, been down. He's down. And I was like, and I left it there. And, like, I was like, fuck, what if someone gets haunted? But I was like, all right. Oh, like, like, at this point, yeah. Oh, uh, so we did get rid of it at Walmart. We gave it a beautiful. Before the pandemic, it was just like. Yeah, <laughs> just fucking, he just sat it there in the pumpkin patch, and we're like, whoever finds it, they'll be blessed with. You left it whatever. at the pumpkin patch? Oh, and like, um, so when you. I thought you were about to leave it in the fucking, the inside the store. Like, no, no. Wait, no wait. So when you, you're going into the East Lake Walmart. Okay. You, uh, you like, you know in, when they do their displays? They yeah, have, uh, yeah. The gardening first, and then the middle is for deliveries now. Okay. And then the, the entrance is to Bart. But, in, in, like, in, in between the gardening and the middle section, that's where they'll put the bikes. Like, oh, the outdoor yeah, yeah, bikes yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. that they're displaying, you know? Yeah. So they put the, all the pumpkins, and we just, like, boom, left it right they, Yeah, there, they have, like, like, a bunch of hay, like, um, haystacks, I guess. Yeah. Little setup. Yeah, they have a cute little setup. And they probably have, like, footage of you guys, like, dropping that shit off and with. <laughs> They like, look at that shit all the time. <laughs> like, hey, you remember that time? <laughs> no, nah, but I, I'm pretty sure if that's what you guys did, they tossed it. Like, because it being part of the display, like, they probably left so, it out. But they're, they're just crazy ass people. Yeah, because imagine so, what if, like, a someone, bum was like, this is how I'm going to get rich quick, bitch. I mean, like, like, grabbed him, like, oh. What, man, with a like, candle? Well, because Santa Muerte, you can pray to her like and she'll bring you, like, wealth. That's who the cartel yeah, worship, yeah. right? So, like, I can just imagine someone on, like, P, what is it, PVP or whatever? Like, th- that one um, drug where they, like, turn PCP? into a super... Oh, PCP. Yeah. You can just imagine someone going crazy and be like, like oh, what the wet. fuck? Like, <laughs> get rich quick scheme right here. And nah, take it. see, that shit's... I don't, I don't even think a, a fucking homeless person would think that. But maybe, shit, what... I feel like what I would prefer the story to be if that was me in my case would just be one of the workers sign was like what the fuck and just tossed it yeah. i feel sure. like that way it's not fucking nobody else up that bitch is in the trash like gone it's it's gone that's yeah, just gone that's true, that's true. like but yeah that's fucking insane and dude. i remember that's when so my crazy. tia saw it um the same tia oh. that saw my the person oh, rocking back and forth yeah. licha, licha poor licha she came into the room she's she was like, poor licha. we put her through a lot <laughs> no, she saw it she's like what the fuck is yeah, that yeah so she walked into my room Damn. and she goes like, she's talking to me she's that? talking to me and she's just like samantha i'm like what she was like por qué chingados que me tengo que ir. Yeah, me tengo que ir. And She's I'm like, the fuck is going on? Oh, that and she was like, I can't stay here anymore. Like, I got to go. And I was like, what the fuck happened? And she was like, as long as you have that candle in this house, I can't be here. Because she's very religious. Like, very, very religious woman. 
And so she like literally that that day she told my mom, you need to take me home. You could drop me off at the border. You could take me to my house, whatever you do. But I can't stay here. And once again, I say poor Licha because one time I had a bright idea of buying a Ouija board. Oh, my God. You and Never. your fucking fun <laughs> ideas, dude. What the fuck? You, I bought it from Toy Story. Or Toy Story Toys from are, Toys R Us. From Toys R Us. Toys R Us. Wild. Who, you know, but I never actually opened it. <clears throat> and so I remember when my dad was cleaning out that room, too, because that was her specific room. She said the same. She's like, what the fuck is this doing here? Yeah. And so she she got rid of it, too. She was like, oh, I'm going to get rid of it. She told me, like, did you play with this? I was like, no, I didn't play with it. And then that's when my mom told us her story of when she used to play with the Ouija board. Because my mom did actually used to play with the Ouija board. She, has she told you those stories? She has told me those stories. Mm, I, and I've, I've this heard. this is the story that she says she would never play it again with because of this story. So basically, um, back in TJ, because my mom grew up in TJ, she had her friends and then she had these two girls that were twins and they were obsessed with the Ouija board. They were like, they would be the ones to be like, what am I going to do today? And the board would have to tell them, Oh, what should I wear today? Or like, should I wear this or should I wear that? Yes. No, maybe so. And so I guess they had told my mom and my mom was a non-believer. She was a non-believer. She was like, that's, that's fucking for stupid people, blah, blah, blah. And so then they, the girls were like, Oh, well, if you're not scared, then like play with us. And so my mom was like, all right, fuck you. I'll play with you guys. So I guess they're playing with it, and my mom ended up talking to a spirit, and she I, she had told the spirit I think I think her she said the name was like Jimmy or Johnny something like that something with a J, that she had said like oh if you're real prove it you know, and that the spirit was like all right go go to the cemetery I'll fucking tell oh, you where I'm no. at fuck no. so then my mom was like all right fuck it tell me where you're at and so then I guess my mom and the girls they end up going to the cemetery. And the fucking tombstone is there. The tombstone of the spirit that she was talking to is at the fucking cemetery. Oh my God. And that she was just like, what the fuck? Like, you girls were the ones who said something, you know? Like, you you guys are the ones who did this. And then I guess when they were, like, looking up, at there was a tree by where close to that tombstone that they fucking saw a person, but that the clothes was very outdated. That he had looked like a greaser. And that he, they were playing the Ouija board at the fucking cemetery. Yeah. And that he had told them, like, come closer. Like, I'm, I'm here by the tree. Nah, and that that's when bro. my mom was like, all right, no, we're done. Like, we're done. And then she said after that, she never fucking played it again. That she, she and she always told us, like, do not mess with that shit. Like, you don't know what you're fucking with when you do that. Yeah. And that was what made me be like, all right, there's a greater power here. And I'm not doing it no more. See, I feel like I... But but I, I remember, I think uh, if it wasn't that, I think your mom used to play with it too or some shit like she, that. I'm, I wouldn't doubt that all those motherfuckers play with that shit. Yeah, because I think my mom said like, it was la moda. She was like, what oh, was la moda yeah, in those tiempos? She, yeah. But here's the crazy shit. So the Ouija board the girls had, it wasn't no that you would just get from fucking Toys R Us. No, their shit was made from the casket of a dead person. It was That's that full. And the fucking <laughs> planchetta, the planchetta or whatever, the thing you move actually had like the nail coffins from a dead person because when i tell you these girls so they say that they're that her mom was like a bruja like of the twins like their mom was a bruja my mom was like ah, i don't really believe it but they said that she was like those witches that would help with like oh i have pain and she'd be like all right do this this and this and it's gonna get rid of your pain so i guess that you would say like a white witch but i mean i don't know in those times i don't know how shit went rolled like Man, that she like like I I feel like I I've had enough experiences where like that shit 
it like i believe in it i've seen i've seen enough to just be like i just keep my distance dude and one of the things i've come to realize at least like being the age i'm at or maybe not even the age that i'm at but one of the things that actually fucking scares me and i even just hate hearing about the stories are fucking brujas dude like for like, some like reason and shit, that shit fucks for some me up. so i had this crazy fucking dream i talked about it in the episode with betty i don't know if you listened to the whole thing i talk about it on there i had this fucking wild ass fucking dream with some witch was in there and like not since that day but oh, i <laughs> fucking uh what's that movie the 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 babadook the have Baba you seen Duke. that babadook is that you've I've never seen, seen it one. oh my god so here's the thing when it comes to scary movies i can do slashers i can't do anything that's spiritual i i've never seen exorcism i've never seen the conjuring no so i can't do it so it i'm only realizing right now it's clicking right now i like i love horror movies i'm a bitch watching horror movies though okay like <laughs> i love watching them but i'm like this the whole fucking yep. time the whole time but i still love watching them it's literally like if there's a horror movie going on right now, like I'm so down to go watch it. That's just how much I like horror movies. And it's only realized I'm only realizing right now it's clicking now that the reason shit like The Witch is one of my favorite fucking horror movies. Um Hereditary is a fucking amazing. I heard that one's crazy. It's amazing and I've tried movie. to get him to watch it cuz he loves horror movies. Yeah. But that one I heard is fucking wild. The reason that I'm the loving Pope's Preacher uh the thing is the, the, You said what? The Pope's Priest, I think. Ah, uh, the one with um um from uh Gerald What's Gerald face? from fucking three thousand. Oh, Gerard Butler. No. Yeah, Gerald Butler. He's in it. He's he's the priest. Okay, maybe I haven't seen that one. But I'm only realizing right now that the reason I love like those movies like that, or like, at least slow burn, but then if it even has a potential of being real, it fucks with me. Mm-hmm. It's fucking scary. The witch, Bruja's like legit. Just, just fuck with me, dude. I'm like, nah, I'm all right. I'm like, I'll give you the respect you fucking earned, but I'm not paying attention to you. Yeah. And then shit like hereditary, like it being on like some cultish, like motherfuckers doing like rituals. Yeah. Then you go your home, your homegirl over here doing some shit. And it's like, mm. that's why I can't watch those type of movies. Cause I, 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 love I go like, no, that shit could be real. And it's crazy Supernatural. because Supernatural. being Mexican, there's a lot of shit that there's goes down lot. in Mexico. Yeah. So I remember like the other day I was on TikTok. And okay. I don't know why TikTok, like, I'd be saying not interested, not interested. And that bitch yeah. would still be trying to show me some scary stories. Yeah. It's fucking TikTok, bro. It's TikTok. Well, you be seeing up to like three o'clock in the morning. How are you not here? Which is our scrolling like. Which I want to talk about that because one thing I told my mama was like, so on daylight savings, do they come sooner? Do they come later? Because obviously 3 p.m. or 3 a.m. is no longer 3 a.m. Because it either gets pushed back or pushed forward. But that's another topic. But anyways. <clears throat> I was like, my mom always fucks with that shit. Like, she always laughs about that stuff. And I don't know how she could be so strong. And it pisses me off because I'm like, I wish I could have the mindset that you have. Because basically, I was like, oh, uh, it was I was on TikTok. And it was about La Llorona. Okay. And that basically, there had been a recent seeing of her in, like, Pennsylvania. And wait, La, La Llorona, yeah. La Llorona in La, Pennsylvania. In Pennsylvania. And and it wasn't fucking Count Dracula and shit or what? Well, that, that's what I was like, what, what the, the fuck? fuck? And so that I guess the, the girl warned because she was like all into that witchy shit. She's like, oh, you know, if you ever visit Mexico or if you ever feel like a spirit is coming, you want to make sure that all your fucking doors are closed and all your windows are closed. Because if you open your window at night, you're kind of like granting them 
the door yeah. to come in which is why i tell him this is why i don't sleep with the fucking door with, oh, with, with the window open anymore and so then i told my mom <laughs> i was like <laughs> i was like mom. you're all fucking burning up like bro i'm fucking <laughs> crack a fucking well, window in this bitch no, because they'd be like oh the electricity i'm like well yeah we were fucking burning up the ac like <laughs> It was a hot ass summer. Well, no, anyways, yeah, it really so this is what pisses me off about my mom. So, so I was like, Mom, like, um, I was like, Oh, you need to stop sleeping with the window open. And she's like, Why? I was like, Oh, there was a sighting of like Yorona in Pennsylvania, and like they say your windows, and like the, the girl actually goes into the scary story, and that shit it kind of scarred me. And my mom fucking goes, Ay, agarro papeles, la Yorona? Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, Why do you make me feel dumb as fuck, mom? <laughs> And Damn. she's like, no, yes, he's or like <laughs> she went straight to clowning. And dude. I was just like, I hate you. Like I'm telling you, I'm scared and I'm trying to protect you and you do this shit for I'm me. I'm dead. Yeah, so that's why I'd be like, I fucking hate you, mom. Like I can't That's vibe. hilarious, dude. That's so funny. No, I fucking I think the worst uh see shit like that, like, I don't know. That's why I like scary movies like that. Literally just because they're real, maybe because as much as they actually truly frighten me, which is why I like them. But um, I had the worst experience I ever had was uh, we were still living on 47th Street. We were living in the trailer. Yeah, yeah. And this happened over a span of like, what, like two weeks, a week and a half, something like that. Like where uh, I would always sleep in the damn living room. I'd always just kind of like fall asleep there. And one night I'm, uh, I had just turned the TV off. I'm starting to fall asleep. <clears throat> and I hear footsteps like walk from the back of where my mom's room's at mm-hmm. down like the hallway to the kitchen and like kind of like towards me in the living room. I heard footsteps like go to like the hallway and then just walk back. And I was like, what the fuck? I was all right. Like I didn't had it looked at first. Like when they walked back, I was like, I look back and it's like, all right, like probably just my mom or some shit. Like I didn't think anything of it. <clears throat> and then literally like that, like week went by and the same thing. I'm falling asleep. I turn the TV off. I'm starting to go to sleep, and I hear the footsteps. They walk, and then walk back. I'm like, what the fuck? I was like, all right, like, whatever. It's just my mom, somebody, whatever. So I just, like, go back to, like, uh, fucking I lay down. And literally, like, right as I, like, lay down, kind of turn over, I hear, like, run. It fuck. runs fucking towards me, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I close. I literally just get my fucking blankets, and I put them over my head. And I'm turned, like, towards, like, the back of the sofa. And just in my ear, all I just hear is breathing. And I'm like, what the fuck? Like, That's I fucking just, scary. All I fucking hear is breathing. And it scared the fucking shit out of me. And I literally, the breathing just, like, kind of stopped and it went away. <clears throat> and I just kept my fucking blanket over my head. Literally, it took me, I don't know how long to actually fall asleep. I probably fell asleep, like, in the morning. And then I woke up and, like, realized what had happened, like, the night before. And I it just kept me up. But I kept my my head covered until I heard and I knew I heard a voice of somebody else that was like in the house with me. That was like finally when I like uncovered and I was like, what the, the fuck? fuck just like, happened? Yeah. It's fucking oh, terrifying. Nah. So I'm like, nah. Like, and that's where like, like, I feel like not only some of the stuff like our grandma would do, the tradition inside of the Catholicism, the way they see some of that stuff. Like I I'm very skeptical. I'm like extremely skeptical. But there's a respect that I give it of it. Like, nah, like, I've had my own experiences. Like, I I kind of, like, believe that, like, some of this stuff is real. Some of it's, like, bullshit. But it's, yeah. like, nah, I've had my own experiences. Like, fuck that. I think for me, I really started becoming a really big believer when the shit was happening with Atalia. Okay. Um. So, Atalia is my sister's daughter. She's my first niece. And 
she grew up with a lot of health issues, right? And so when she was, I don't know, about four or five months, she had to go for a surgery to help with one of those health issues. And basically from there, um, stemmed a lot of more issues. Like one thing that we thought was an issue turned into 20,000 things. Basically by the age of like six months, she had 17 surgeries back to back just because one thing after another, one thing after another. And one of the crazy instances is after she had had a surgery, my mom and my tia, poor Licha, once again, we're always putting her through some <laughs> shit, man. They had stayed with my niece at the hospital in the NICU while my sister and her husband had gone home to take a shower, refresh, recharge. So basically what happened is during the day, my sister and her husband would stay with the baby. And then at night they would switch shifts and my mom would come into her shift basically and stay with the baby. So I guess when they had switched turns, my sister was like, hey, she just got out of surgery, but they're going to take the they're going to take her off the intubation tube. It's going to be scary for a little bit, but they already told us shit's going to be fine. So my mom was like, all right, cool, cool, cool. And so then I guess after they took her off the tube and everything, things were fine. And my mom started noticing that the baby was kind of like acting weird. And so my mom was like hey like leech i think something's wrong with the baby and my my dad was like stop saying that like you need to feed positive energy into the world like let's pray and my mom was like no like she's acting weird like i think there's something really wrong with the baby and so then my aunt goes like like no digas cosas así like shut up stupid don't say stuff like that and so then i guess the baby ends up coding like she she leaves she she left us from this earth for a bit and in comes a bunch of nurses and there's this guy that gets to do, start doing compressions on her. And I guess he has like uh, the bag. I don't know if you've ever seen Grey's Anatomy. It's a little bag that kind of gives air <laughs> to the, Grey's the yeah, Grey's Anatomy. That's my <laughs> shit. And so they start feeding the bag and she's down. And my mom is like, oh, my God, like the baby just fucking died. Like and so they, they take them out of the room. And they're like, you need to call, you know, Joanna. And like it, it things got serious. And so as they're trying to get a phone phone call with Joanna, they go, oh, it turns out that a clot might have gone to her heart. Her heart stopped. We're going to take her to surgery. We're going to do open heart surgery. Things are moving quick. You need to call Joanna just so she's aware of what we're doing. And so my mom says that she kept seeing this guy, right, pumping the air on the baby. He wouldn't stop. That he was wearing like a robe. That she was. She even was like, that's a weird doctor's uniform, right? And that he had really, really long hair. And my mom was like, she was just like, please take care of her. The person, the nurse, didn't say anything and was just doing compressions, compressions. Basically, he saved her life. He brought her back. The following week or something, my mom goes, you need to thank the nurse that saved her life. Like, get him a care package, coffee, Starbucks gift card, do something for him. So then my mom, uh, my sister goes, okay, I'll ask for him. So my sister asks, like, oh, hey, can you let me know who's the one who saved my daughter's life when she coded and everything? They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because my mom said he would not stop. Like, everyone had already told him, like, dude, let it go. And he was like, no, like, we're going to fucking save her. Like, just kept going for it, kept going for it. And so then they bring the guy. This person was wearing, like, a blue um, scrubs. He was wearing scrubs, not the robe my mom had envisioned. And he was bald. He didn't have long hair. And so my mom told, tells him, like, oh, you cut your hair. He's like, bitch, I didn't cut my years. hair. Yeah, he was like, no. <laughs> he was like, I didn't cut my hair. And she was like, no, like, you had really long hair. 
And she, he was like, no, like, I just, this was a week ago. Like, no, I didn't come in here or anything. And I guess my mom had seen God through him. Right. Oh, man. And so that she was after that, she was like, she to this day, no se le quita like that memory. So then after that, a few days later, they basically tell us, like, you need to get your whole family here because they were going to do another very, very tricky uh, surgery where they didn't actually think she was going to pull through. So at the time, you were only allowed to have like two or three people in the waiting guest. They let the whole entire family be there. So right, imagine just like 30, 40 fucking people rolling deep because yeah. it was mom's family, my dad's well, side of the family, everybody. Yeah. yeah, we're huge. Yeah, yeah. And as they're about to go, they go, okay, it looks like she has, I, I forgot the number, but it was like an insane amount of clots where they're like, we're going to try and clean out her her system and everything because any one of these little things can go to her heart. They're going to stop her heart again and all this such stuff. She ends up having a brain bleed from, from when they were saving her. So they're like, we also have to be careful of the brain bleed because that can either cause, you know, it's an aneurysm, like yeah. shit can happen. So they roll her over to go get surgery and everything. And the surgeon to this day says that that is what made him believe in God. They open her up and every fucking clot is gone. Shit. Every single clot that was supposed to be life threatening was no longer a thing. And so they ended up not having to do surgery on her. They just fucking stitched her back up, brought her back to her room and were like, and so the surgeon told my sister, like, I don't believe in God, but if there ever was a God, this would be the instance where I fucking believe that motherfucker was right there. And he, and he told my sister, he was like, I don't know, um, how, how strong your faith is. He's like, but whatever you guys are doing, like keep doing it. Because I honestly believe like the power that you and your family are bringing to this baby is what's saving her. Damn. And so ever since then, that's when I started to really believe in like a higher power. So obviously it's one of those, if there's good in this fucking world, there has to be evil. I think like I've had, I mean that whole like I fucking demon shit, the whole ghost thing is like definitely one side of like my spirituality and like all that stuff. But like stuff like that is exactly like where... I don't know. It's where my my spirituality like lies and stuff. It's where like the whole energies and stuff. I do, um, I do like believe in it, and it's because I've felt shit like that before. Because I've gone through my experiences of like actually feeling it, and that shit. I feel like that's always a thing for me is actually feeling something like that. Like that shit is like no, it's real. It's fucking real. And Parker Valley. You said what? Proctor, Proctor Valley. Valley is also. I've heard. I've heard that like you drive up there at night or whatever. No, shit. Yeah, because I have. You guys have seen this shit. I've had she's, a scary she's, story. She's had her. She has her occasion. Uh, like. My, my uh, I hate that. I want to say that I'm down to go, but. See, and God here's the thing. Damn. Like now that I'm thinking about it, I always put myself in some dumbass situations. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, with Proctor Valley, that one was wild, and it wasn't. I wouldn't say it was necessarily. Scary, but it was trippy. Yeah. For me, so this was back when I was. Wait, you weren't there? No. no, no, no I like, These like were my, separate like, occasions. Like, for me, oh, you like, have one too? Yeah. yeah. No. Yeah, like, we, fuck we both, no. We yeah. Had, we, like, like we both like when we met each other. This was like way before we even met each other. Like, so my before. instance. So you guys just both had separate encounters with whatever the fuck. But basically, my Proctor Valley story was: I was eighteen, nineteen. I had just gotten my license. And my dad had this tradition of if you graduate high school, you get a car. So I had a Jeep at the time and it wasn't like a Rubicon or anything. It was like the Jeep Cherokee. 
I love how you said that in Spanish. What Ruby? I don't know how to say it. Rubicon. Rubicon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard it said like that. I've always heard it said uh, Rubicon. Oh, so, Rubicon. Well, sorry, peso dope. pluma. <laughs> I, <laughs> but so basically the car that i had we could be mobbing it like comfortably so i was hanging out with at the time my friend's name was mari and she and her boyfriend were hanging out the house and we were all vibing and they were like talking about proctor valley and i was like what the fuck is proctor valley and they were like oh it's where i've never heard about it and they were like oh it's where supposedly like it's haunted and they scare and da 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 and i'm like oh i'm pissy shit for that like don't don't invite me (laughs) And they were like, no, nah, no, nah, like, let's do it. Let's do it. And I was like, no, I don't want to fucking do that. Like, that sounds scary. I was like, who's going to drive? I'm the only one who has a car, yeah. let alone a license. And they're like, well, you can drive. And I was like, hey, you want me to do scary <laughs> shit and drive? Like, you're asking <laughs> too well, much of me. Killed, bro. And they were like, come on, come on. Like, don't be a bitch. And so then I was like, oh, like, I don't know. I don't know. And then at that point, one of our friends had also joined and his name was Jacob. And he was like, oh, come on, Sam, like, be down, be down. And I, I, back in the day, peer pressure, okay, fine, let's do it. So I was like, all right, like, let's fucking do it. Like, I'm feeling ballsy, let's fucking go for it. Proctor Valley from here is probably like a 10-minute drive. Not very far. And so we all rolled up into the car, and the guy, Jacob, was sitting in front with me, and then Mari and her... um, boyfriend were sitting in the back and then we invited two more of our friends who also lived in meadowbrook who well it was one friend and her boyfriend so by the end of it it was six of us so we're all rolling deep in the car and we go to proctor valley it's literally i want to say between 2 30 to 3 30 3 30 in the morning that's the time frame we went Jesus. we were full committing to it so we start driving and nothing really is happening nothing too crazy and then from there um in the jeep it was an old school car it was a 97 so back in the day radios and stuff they weren't that great but i had got the radio updated to where you could plug it in with like a like that cord cord. yeah the aux cord so we were listening to music and everything and all of a sudden um jacob goes or not all of a sudden but like jacob goes oh i have to pee i have to pee and the guy, Mari's boyfriend, was like, motherfucker, you can't get out the car. Like, that, that's a big no-no. Like, you don't get out the car. <laughs> it's the wrong street to do that, Yeah, son. like, we're not doing that. Like, I'm down for us to be doing this, but we ain't getting out no motherfucking car. And he was this like, nah, dude, like, I man. really have to fucking pee. And so I was like, I am not stopping this car, Jacob. And he was like, dude, just let me stop the car. I'm going to fucking pee in your car. Like, that's how bad I have to pee. So we're like, fine. So literally the exit of Proctor Valley, we've already done the whole, uh, it's pretty long. I want to say it's between like two to five miles, maybe. It's a pretty long trip. Maybe it's more because I want to say it was like a 30 minute drive of just like in and out. 30 minutes. Yeah, it was like a good 30 minute drive of just in and out, weaving like the road. Like for some reason, if you stop and turn off your car. Yeah, it's like pitch black. No, not only that. You try turning back on, it's not gonna turn. No. Yeah, and, and there's a bunch of like I've heard it from I've heard it from many, many people who uh, when I used to work at Sprouts, but like, yo, this is Park Valley. I know you guys grew up around here. Like oh, yeah, but they're like. Fuck and that I think shit. it was even on um like the travel channel yeah, yeah, where yeah. like haunted places yeah. that it was actually like they did some shit there, but so basically we stopped the car, but I didn't turn it off. I just stopped the car. 
And he got out of the car, and we're like, hurry the fuck up. And he's like, oh, da, da, da. But you're where we stopped, you're, you're not supposed to do that. You're but where that. we had stopped, you could see the exit. So we, I'm just like, we're safe. We're almost we're got this finish we're line. Right we're there, we're dude, right yeah. there. So then he, he's peeing and everything, and the fucking music stops. Ah, stops completely. And I'm like, what the fuck? And they were like, hey, turn the music back on. And I'm like, it stopped working. Like, it's not playing. It's not me, bro. And here's the thing. It was playing, but there was no sound. Like, you could see the number and you could see the little thing, yeah. like everything. But oh, there was no God. sound. So I am start fucking with the volume up and down. No sound. I turn or unplug the aux, plug it back in. No fucking sound. Like, there was no sound whatsoever. So I was like, what the fuck? So he gets back into the car. And we're still driving in silence at this point because there literally was no sound. And the moment we're about to fucking cross, all of a sudden, I don't know if, if you guys know who the fuck Bring Me the Horizon is, but yeah. they're like this death metal band. Chelsea Smiles starts playing. And when I tell you it was like the scary part where he's just like screaming, the volume was at max. And so you just hear like, <laughs> and we're like, what the fuck? <laughs> and so we cross and I'm like trying to turn it down and that shit's blasting. And I felt so bad for like the little houses that because there's only like two or three houses right outside of Proctor yeah. Valley because it's like ranch style. And so then after that, like we finally get the music to turn down and I'm like, what the fuck just <laughs> happened? And then like that was our story. So that's why like it wasn't too scary, but that moment definitely like my booty hole clenched where I was just like, what the fuck just happened? Um, I think his is a little scarier. Yours was definitely scarier. Um, but t share with the class your Proctor Valley story, or do you want me to share it? No, you tell no. it better. It's your experience, not mine. I mean, thinking about it, just like, what was it? Back at Moore's? Yeah. I was hanging out with Kevin and the one, um, we grew up with this other kid and mm -hmm. Elijah. So you would always take it. Sorry to say, but you always take his dad's car, like outdoor riding. Like, hey, let's go to Parker Valley. All right, cool. He bought some, some pills. <laughs> Damn, see that's even worse, dude. We were rolling the whole night. I think we were like seven pills that night. God damn. One for each person, you know. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it was not many of you guys. Yeah, we were two cars deep. Oh shit. So it was like, became a whole whole squad. We're going, boom, 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 boom. And um, they're like, the fucking, the radio cuts. Like, boom, all right. So what's your cell phone? He's like, he's out, got a service. It's dead. He's about to charge it. Damn. All right. So we keep going. We're following each other. Two cars deep, boom, 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 boom. And it's some way, somehow, like, the radio comes, the radio comes back on. We get a phone call. They're like, hey. Um, I've been calling, trying to call you, like, whoa, like, whoa, whoa. and then he picked up the phone call and said, uh, "Get the fuck out of here, like, or I'm gonna kill you." Some, some, some along those lines, and Crazy I was like, ass phone call. "What the hell?" But the numbers were all like X's, so we got out. But like after that, I, I was looking back, I can see the, I can see a girl running, like from from side to side of the, of the grass. What the like, fuck? I was looking back and I was like, "Nah, I feel something. Like something's here." I look back and you say, boom, 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 like you see her running. Oh hell no! It's like they should have put her on the Morris football team. Nah, <laughs> that's fucked up. <laughs> that's oh, hell, hell no. no, dude. Yeah, I can't do that. I feel like 
my mind immediately goes to that was no nah, it was like, <laughs> <laughs> that it was a witch bro like nah dude so like that shit freaks me the fuck i can't yeah. i can't do it i feel like the the day fucking some fucking witch shit if i were to ever see like some shit like that hell no yeah. i think i'd fucking like well because of that i i actually am terrified of owls because they say that owls represent witches and that when you see them it's because that's a witch so do you think a person with a tattoo of an owl works for a witch no cuz i think it has to be like like if it's an owl with a dream catcher i'm gonna be like oh you just feel on the vibes <laughs> <laughs> I, I think it had to be like a very distinctive type of owl. Like she wanted to go to the L.A. old the, the zoo. Oh yeah, she yeah. So like, in Pasadena, there they call it the Gates of Hell. Okay. And it's a park. It's open twenty four seven. It's it's part of um, Pasadena, but they say that when you walk through it, that there was like a witch's house that used to be there, and it burned down many many years ago. But that to this day, when you walk through there, you can hear like people screaming that were like the people that they tortured and ate and everything. And that you can hear them laughing. And she wanted me to go with her. And it's like a famous like it's a famous fucking thing where people do that. Um, And and you know, what's crazy. San Diego has actually a couple haunted places because back in the day when we used to work in downtown. The Willie House. There, yeah, there's the Whaley House, like the traditional they take ones. Take us on field trips there, sure. right? Right, <laughs> but then there's also the Lighthouse, which I think is in Point Loma, um, where there's a couple of versions of it. But long story short, like the mom ended up killing all her kids and stuff in there in that house, and her husband, and like yeah. they that they say like if you can during Halloween they let you spend the night there, that you can hear like the ball dropping of the kids playing, you can hear giggling. You can um, smell apple pie because I guess the mom used to make like apple pie and stuff. In the lighthouse? In the lighthouse, yeah. Damn. Um, but this place where we went to, it was Suspension Bridge. Mm. Oh, I've been there. I've been there a lot. Yeah. Wow. And so they say there that there's like a lot of energy too. And one time we did take pictures and I actually do still have the pictures on, um, it was when I had Galaxy. And you still have them? I still have them. It's a, the... the phone is somewhere in this room. Damn. But in those pictures, we were just like, oh, let's just take a bunch of pictures of everything. And we would fucking go three in the morning because like, oh, that's when then everything's going to happen. I, I was watching Ghost Adventures. Yeah. At that time. Oh, my I, God. I was hell into it. Y yo por pendeja para seguirlo. Oh, let's go. Let's go. Let's start taking pictures. I didn't know that place was on it. I literally have been there so like I was there so often. Really? Before. Yeah. I but was like at middle of the night or yeah, there's sometimes I'd be there like midnight one morning. No. Maybe not that whole fucking three o'clock. Yeah, morning, like we would specifically go like three from yeah. like two to four is probably the time we would and go. That's when it's active. Yeah, I missed that shit, dude. I left at one fifty nine, bro. Yeah, <laughs> and so we took pictures once, and in the pictures you could see faces. No. Yes, you could. You could like out of the mist of the fucking wind and shit. You do? could like the the, oh, yeah, the yeah, do yeah. itself it would later, yeah. make faces. And it wasn't cute faces. These were looking like some scary ass shit. Oh, hell no. So after that, ever since that incident, we stopped going. We were like, oh, maybe not today. Not today, see. I haven't been there forever. Um... So that so that there's that and then in Carlsbad and this is the one we didn't get to go to because uh, Sabrina threw up in my car. Oh, chunks. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, uh, I was really good friends with this girl. Named- okay. Uh, 
Okay. And her uncle is all into that shit. He fucking loves you know ghost stories. Oh my like, God, he loves okay. ghost stories. He loves all that type of shit, right? And so he was like, hey, let's go to... Um, and it was in my Altima. I had just bought that fucking car. And he was like, oh, let's go to Carlsbad. And I was like, why? And he was like, because there's a railroad track. And if you put powder on your car, he goes... And you put it in neutral or some shit, the car will move. And when you step outside or when you drive away, whatever, you'll see the handprints on the car. Nah, bro. Yeah. And so he was like, fuck, let's do it. Let's do it. And like I said, I'm that type of person. I'm like, I don't want to do it until I get the peer pressure. Then I'm like, fuck it. I got the balls. Let's do it. So we, we were like, fuck it. Let's go. And right when we we're about to get to the fucking area, the girl throw the my she's not my friend anymore but this person she ends up throwing up in the back seat of my car and she had eaten like doritos and hot cheetos <laughs> um, <laughs> um and it was chunky that's disgusting and so that we were like obviously we're not gonna send a car full of throw up so we just got turned back around so we didn't get to do that one but there's that and then obviously Proctor you Valley. You brought fucking powder and shit? Yeah. Nah. We, we had baby powder and everything ready. I think we had a flour like uh, for baking. Oh, my we God. We were ready for the vibes. We were ready. Um, What else do they say is haunted here? There's a lot that's haunted Over here. Remember the house that your, your mom had? Oh, that that's another fucking crazy story, too. So right here, like super close by. A few years ago, when well, 10 years ago. Because it happened right before I graduated, or happened the year that I graduated. Um, and it was all over the news, too. There's a house down here in, I guess that's considered Spring Valley. Hey. Like, two, three blocks from Taco Bell. Mm-hmm. And it's one block away from the gas station. In that vicinity, if you go down the hill, there's this house that, to this day, it can't be sold. And basically, this guy had gone crazy and he ended up killing his wife his two daughters in a brutal way like i'm talking about he put cinder blocks on his wife and threw her in the pool he hung his daughter he stabbed his other little daughter and no yeah and the girl at the time when she when you know obviously she passed away she i want to say she was like 17 so she was young and then the little girl her sister who like got two gunshots to the head like i'm talking about brutalized murder um she was like a few years younger maybe like nine or ten kids and this specific friend her mom was looking into purchasing a house she had the opportunity to buy a house and so they were looking in the area and they went to the house we all went to the house to go look at it and when you would walk did you guys know about any of this we didn't know we didn't know this was the house we knew what had happened because it was all over the news but we didn't know, oh, this is the house where it happened at. So, basically, we ended up finding out after because after we were, like, like what, after the viewing. Yeah, after, oh like, the open God. house. Because we were, like, we, so we went into the house and it was instantly dark. Like, even though the lights were on, it felt dark. You felt very, very cold. You felt this energy of just, like something fucking happened here jesus but once again we didn't know and so her mom really thought about it and was like oh you know i like the house it has a pool it has the bedrooms we need for the kids it's in the area that we generally want to be in because um it was like next to morris it was next to bell it was next to all the schools that they wanted to go to and it was super fucking cheap the house was super fucking cheap and so then her sister or the mom's sister um yeah was like i don't know 
see like this house feels fucking weird yeah and she was like well let me look up the address you know and so she's trying to look up more information and the realtors not saying much because i remember they were asking the realtor why is it so fucking cheap yeah and they were like oh they're just trying to get rid of the house quick like they're just trying to get rid of it never really told us oh this is the fucking murder house and so then we go to where the older daughter's room was and that would have been sabrina's room and we go into the the uh closet and she still has pictures of it and i think on that same fucking phone i have the pictures too it was a fucking girl getting hung what and that is what happened to one of her family members and it was she fucking drew it and Does this so, picture still exist? Yeah, it's somewhere. In, it's one. It's a phone in here ah, somewhere. Fuck no, dude. Yeah. Fuck no. So we were like, "What the fuck? Like this girl must have been depressed." We're not thinking this is shit that happened. Like, and then she wrote down in the closet like a bunch of times, like "Help me, help me, help me, help me, help me," and we were like, "What the fuck?" And so goes well before I move into this room. Like we're gonna get this bitch blessed. Like we're and just... that's all you're gonna say? What the <laughs> fuck? When I'm moving into the house, what the fuck? And so what? Well, like whatever, you know. Some other, like I said, the the vibes was weird in that house. It felt very cold, regardless of whether there was light. Um, it just felt weird. So then we start driving everywhere, or, or we start driving back to her mom's house where they were currently oh, living, which was actually across the street from my tío Nan's house. Oh shit! Okay. So she lived over there. So we we drove back over there, and her sister or her mom's sister goes holy shit and we're like what and she's like the fucking house we were just at is where the fucking family died and we were like what are you talking about and then that's when we pulled up like this happened and this happened and this happened and that little that girl the teenager who drew that she was actually in art class so that's why she was so good at drawing um (laughs) but it was fucking crazy um so that was another experience where we were like, what the fuck? And, and then, then her mom was like, okay, well, we're not moving there. And with that specific family, too, um, her mom always has a way of, like, having something follow her. Like, I honestly think there's, like, an entity attached to her because the house by my tío Nans. Okay. In that specific house, because I was friends with this girl for years. Um, there would always be, like, weird shit that happened in the middle of the night. Like, you would hear footsteps, and we'd be, like, paid no attention to it. You would hear knocking, pay no attention to it. Like, there was, there'd be weird shit that happened. And by her fireplace, it looked like there was a fucking Grim Reaper, like, painted out of the marble. And we were just like, what the fuck? Um, but an instance that happened with them is, back in the day, they were living in Logan. And my dad would take me all the time before he went to work. And so her mom was notorious for having boyfriends. And I guess they were fighting because he used to do, um, it's not weed, but it's that shit that like makes you trip out for a second. Oh, oh salvia? Spice or some shit oh, like that. Oh, spice? Yeah. I thought you were talking about salvia. I'm like, damn. No, it's spice. Okay. So he used to be into that shit. And I remember one time uh, she, she worked at Kaiser. The mom worked at Kaiser. And so she would work overnights. And so a lot of the times me and be left babysitting her brothers and sisters this specific night her brother was sleeping over at his dad's house and the girls were with us and at the eight at the time they were probably aged seven and six because they're only a year apart they were kids babies and so me and her are spending the night together we're at her house and the mom says if 
Coach shows up. Don't open the fucking door. I told him I wasn't going to deal with all this other bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I don't want you to open the door for him. So we were like, all right, cool. So, you know, we made sure we locked the doors and everything. And so he got home and it was probably like 10 o'clock. Wasn't late or anything. And he's like banging on the door, like, let me the fuck in. Da, 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 da. And we're like, hey, he said you can't come in. Like, it's just us. She's not even here. Like, come back when she's here. Because she said, if I'm not home, he can't come. But if I get home, then he can come inside. So we're like, oh, you know, she's not here right now. And he, I think he was like on a sick one because he was going through some shit. And so he leaves. Cool. So then at this point, uh, it was like in the Xbox 360 had come out. So it was like fairly new. So me and her are playing video games and we were actually playing God of War. No, not God of War. Uh, Gears of War. And so me and her are playing everything and her little brother had a toy police car. And they always said that there was a ghost name. If there was a ghost in that house, they always said that the house was haunted. I never felt that way, but they always said it. And to joke around, they would call her Bonquiqui. Because <laughs> they would be like, oh, that's Bonquiqui. The fucking little whatever was in there? Yeah, whatever no. the, the fucking ghost was. They would call her Bonquiqui. I think to make light of it. And so me and her, like I said, we're playing video games. And all of a sudden, the toy car starts to go off. It was a police car. And it would turn on the lights and everything. And it would go, woo, woo. And we we're like, what the fuck? And she was like, well, that's weird. And he came, like, was banging on the door. And we're like, hey, I'm not back yet. He's like, open the fucking door. I'm going to knock the fucking door down. And we're like, bro, she's not home. So then he runs to the side of the house because that's where they had a side door. And he tries to open it. And he's like, oh, fuck the side door. And she runs to it. She locks it real quick. We grab a chair. We fucking put it under so he can't break it down. Like, I'm telling you, he was on a sick one. And so then I was like, oh, call your mom. Like, yeah. fucking call. This is a point to call your mom. Yeah. So we call her mom and her mom is like, oh, my God. Like, I'll go home right now. Like, I'll figure it out. Like, just stay tight. This point, the girls are freaking the fuck out because oh, they're yeah, like, what the fuck yeah. is going on? So then probably like another 30 minutes goes by and this fucking car goes off again. The lights and everything. And I'm like, it went off again. And she's just like, you think he's going to come right now? And surely enough, within the next five minutes, he shows up. This time, he grabs a brick and he fucking smashes oh, the window. Shit. And he's like, let me the fuck in. And we're like, bro, she's not home. Like, we're about to call the fucking cops. Like, you gotta go. Like, you gotta go. And now the girls are crying and they're screaming. And I don't know what, like, came over me. But I told him, like, go to the bathroom. Go to your mom's room. Lock the door. Go in the bathroom. Lock the door. Hide in the bathtub. Like, I'll stay here i'll wait for your fucking mom i'll call the cops like you just fucking go with the girls yeah so she's like all right so she runs and she goes with the girls and he's like fucking where's johnny like popping his head inside the window like i said open the fucking door and so i tell her i'm like oh nobody's here like it's just me i'm taking care of the girls like she's not home like she's not home and so then he like huffs and he puffs and he dips fucking leaves in that 10 minutes later mom comes home and she's like, what the fuck happened? There's a brick through the <laughs> fucking window. And she's like, and we're, I'm like, yo, Paco came. And she's like, well, where's the girls? And I'm like, oh, they're hiding inside your room. And I have them hiding inside the bathroom. Fucking sure enough, police car goes off again. Oh, shit. He comes back. and But this time he sees and he's like, you fucking bitch. You take everything from me. Da, 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 da. Boom. Breaks down the door. And so me and at this point are trying to hold the fucking door up breaks the frame from the front door like everything starts pushing himself through and so then i tell i'm like 
bitch, we gotta run to the fucking bathroom because there was a bathroom in the living room. Should have asked where to go. She was, she had your back the whole time, bro. So so then we we run into the bathroom, and he's like, he fucking dips again. Front door's already broken open, fuck. so we're like, what the fuck is he gonna do? You know. So she calls the cops and she's like, oh, you know, this is and this is happening. Like, he just broke the front door. He broke the window. Like, my kids are here. Like, I need someone here as soon as possible. So then at that, I run out and I go into the kitchen. I grab a fucking fork. <laughs> I grab a fork. <laughs> I grab a fork and I'm like, see, because I'm like, you grab something, you know? So she goes to the kitchen to try and get a knife because she's like, fuck this. Like, I'm grabbing <laughs> a knife. You got the work, fork. Man. <laughs> so then she tells me she's like going to go into the bathroom I'm like all right and so then me and her in the bathroom or no me and her are about to go back to the bathroom and the fucking police car goes off again Where are oh we? fuck and so then at this point she's like run and so we run into the bathroom me and her are holding it up he is able to break the bathroom door pushes himself enough and i just grab my fork and i because i'm like i'm front line <laughs> like i gotta go for it oh so shit. i stab him and he's like ah oh. and in that the police come and i'm like oh thank the lord because i can hear the police and they're like hey i didn't bring a second fork <laughs> i got a spoon <laughs> so, oh, like, so then the cops are like oh put your hands up da, 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 da. <laughs> and so this entire time mine's my fucking adrenaline it's just like boom, boom. Like I feel this rush, like coldness. Like I'm just like, I oh, bitch. I'm in shock. Shit. And she's just crying and crying, and I'm just like, the fuck just happened? Yeah. And so, the entire time that we're in the house, the police car's going. Woo, woo, yeah. woo, 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 woo. And so then the cop goes. The cop goes, hey, it's safe. You guys can come out now. There was like three or four of them, and then at that point he goes, I need to take your statements. Oh, okay. So, like, they showed up while he was in there, right? So, they actually got him? Yeah, they actually got okay, him. They okay, handcuffed yeah. him and everything. Yeah. And so, they let us know it's, it's safe to come out. And the cop is like, oh, you know, what happened? And and so, basically, Marina started going, dude, like, it's weird because we were here. The car would go off. And they're like, what, the fuck, what are you talking about? We are like, the police car was going off, like, telling us he was coming. And they were, and so, they told us, they're like, stop smoking that. And we were like, no, like, it was a black cop. He was super cool. And he, and he was young. He was like, stop smoking that. And I was like, dude, I don't even smoke. I'm 18. Like, I was like, I don't do that stuff. Like, I promise you. And the guy was like, all right, whatever. Like, what else happened? So, we, you know, we rolled the events out. <coughs> that motherfucker didn't even write that down. No, he didn't say nothing. He was just like, whatever, roll the events. And then he, he was like, ah, oh, you guys were playing too much video games. That's what it was. And we were like, all right, whatever. Takes down the girl statements. The girls are bawling their eyes out. Mommy, mommy, whatever. So then after they leave, obviously they have him handcuffed and everything. And the cop tells us like, hey, right now, like we can hold him for 24 hours. Yeah. But after that, tomorrow, we're going to have to release him. Like we're going to let him sober down. He's not going to come back. So they go, we're going to, we could take him to the station. And then he fucking says, no, it's fine. I don't want to press charges. And he, they go, okay, well, if you want, we can hold him for 24 hours and then we'll release him. And she was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'll talk to him. Like, we'll be on huh? better terms. Yeah, like, it was something fucking stupid. And I told her, and I was like, bitch, I don't feel safe here. And she was just <laughs> Let me get another fork. <laughs> <laughs> and she was like, no, no, it's fine. It's fine. And so then the cop tells the girl, he was like, look, man, like, against my will, 
they want to release you. Oh and he God. and he goes, if you fucking come near this house, because we're going to have it patrolling now, like, we will arrest you. And you're not going to just be there for 24 hours. You're going to be there for a long like, time. We like, got you. Then. Yeah. And so we're like, all right, whatever. So then I tell him, like, are you sure? She's like, I'm going to stay with you guys now. Like, don't worry about it. Like, I'll be here. And so we're like, fuck, well, all right. So me and her... We're fucking playing Xbox again. And the fucking shit goes off again. Oh, my God. Cops had to come back. But this time, they actually took him. Nothing really happened. Um, I think they were, like, in the area. And so, the co- the neighbor actually ended up calling because they were like, yo, we see the guy. And so, before he even got to the house, they were oh able to arrest him. Oh, my God. So, he- nothing else happened the rest of the night. So, then... That same night, though, nothing crazy happened anymore. And so me and her were just, like, reevaluating our life choices. I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And she was like, oh, grab the police car. She was like, I'm not trying to hear that shit no more. I was like, oh, okay. So, she, so it was at the top of the TV. We had never touched it. We left it there. We grabbed the fucking police car. No fucking batteries. Oh, shit. <laughs> the thing didn't have any fucking batteries in it. And oh, so we were shit. like fucking with it cuz we were like, well, how does the bitch yeah, turn yeah, on? Yeah, there's no way. No fucking battery. Like the shit was on off, no batteries. Like we even had to we had to unscrew it, like yeah. take the screws off to actually get into the backing plate. No fucking batteries. And oh I was like, God. bitch. And she was like, it was Bonquiqui. She saved us. Oh, and I was like, this is like no, this isn't cool. Like so this isn't fun anymore. What the fuck? For real. Two years later, at this point now I'm twenty one. I'm working at the hotel and I had a roommate named Anthony. And he fucking runs up my room. He's like banging on my door. And I'm like, what? Like, I'm passed out because I was a server at the time, server bartender. So my shift was from like 4 p.m. to like 2 in the morning. And he runs up my room and he's like, you need to go downstairs. And your mom's fucking pissed. And I just hear my mom, Samantha. I'm like, well, what the fuck happened? And he goes, dude, there's two detectives outside your door, like outside the house. Oh, I was like, shit. detectives? And he's like, yeah, like fucking police officers. And yeah. I was like, okay. So I walked down and they're like, oh, are you Samantha? like yeah and they're like oh you know you've been served and they give me a subpoena they subpoenaed me and i'm like what the fuck is this about i had already lost contact with we had already had a fallout and so then i go to court and it was the one in downtown which was on like the courthouse yeah literally the courthouse so i went to court they were there and and i still had no idea what the fuck i was being subpoenaed about turns out that same night before he got to the house he fucking killed two people no fucking way he had killed two people like stabbed them to death what yeah and so i guess well i guess he killed one stabbed him to death and it was a brother of the second person so after his whole little rage with us he went back out and well, the yeah, brother when you guys let him back out or when fucking what's her face let him back out yeah whenever that happened i guess the brother was like trying to get vengeance or something like you killed my brother or some shit like that and he ended up killing that person too and it was like they like i said stabbed to death and everything and so we didn't find that out until when they were telling us like read to the court your name your birth date Holy like all this other shit. shit and then they go oh in the in the charge of murder and we were like murder like who the fuck got murdered of so and so and so and so and then basically like they start kind of going down of what happened and everything and that's when we found out like he had killed two 
two people. Oh my god! And I never told my mom what it was about. I remember she was just like, "Gay sisters, gay sisters." I was like, "Mom, I didn't do anything. I promise." She's like, "La policia, I wouldn't be here if you didn't do anything." But I never told her like, "Oh, it was because of murder and stuff." Um, Damn, and so dude. then, like a little bit later after that like whole happened, because they the guy was like, "Oh, you can't talk about it. Like you're not supposed to say anything." Blah, blah, blah. I'm like, "All right." My mom asked me. She's like, "What happened?" I had told her like, "Oh, you know, when I was friends with." Like, this is kind of what happened. And my mom was like, and you never fucking told us? And I was just like, no. But I remember, like, after the whole courthouse thing, I was really scared because, like, I saw him again face to face, like, obviously. And he knew where I lived because he would come and pick me up from the house because that was her mom's boyfriend. Like, for a really long time, they were together. Um, So I remember for, like, a really long time, I couldn't sleep because I was like, what if this motherfucker escapes? And yeah. he's like, bitch, you're going to subpoena and talk about me? Coming for you. Yeah. Um, but no, he's still in prison and they actually sent him to, cause he's originally from Kansas. So they sent him to like prison in Kansas and I think he's doing like to life or some shit like that. Like he ain't coming out. He ain't coming out. That's crazy. So like after that, like I said, me and her, her, um, me and her had a fallout. And then because of that whole spiel and us having to connect again about the court and everything and the case, we became friends again. Like we, we, our friendship got rekindled. And then um, her mom started fucking talking to him again, like oh romantically. And God. I was like, what the fuck? Like, bro, we could have been dead. That's how. Oh, what the fuck? That is insane. Yeah. Dude. I and, can't believe that. And then, like, I guess she felt bad because he was he was like the sole provider for his family. He was sent money. Well, his brother, his name was he ended up living with Serena for like two, three years because the mom felt so bad that she fucking had to get sent to jail. Yeah. And I was like, he killed two people, yeah. and that is what you fucking care about? Like, oh, that the brother can't pay his bills? That's crazy. That shit was wild. Uh, That's really crazy, dude. But I think that one, like, and I didn't even think of it as a ghost. I felt, I thought, I thought it more of like this protective energy of like, yeah, be a be bitch, you gotta be on alert. Not all these spirits are bad. Yeah, <laughs> and then after that, like every time I go to the house, I'll be like, oh, "What's up, Bonquee Quee?" Like I would, that's where I they fell live into now? it. No, they got rid of that uh-huh. house. Um, well, they didn't get rid of hey, it. You they passed ended up by and you pour a forty out. Yeah, like all right, Bonquee Quee. Just fuck that. But that's hilarious. Yeah, that, that was a crazy experience. Um, that's crazy as fuck, dude. You have a shit ton of stories. I don't think I have nearly that many. At least that interesting. Like I've seen some shit. I remember. Uh, it was have you ever heard of that thing where um at least in like mexican like tradition whatever where like uh the people that are gonna die or whatever they'll like basically tell you they're dying like they're, that they're gonna die like yeah. before it actually happens like so i like one when of my, someone's like on their deathbed they're well, able to like well look this one's even gonna trip you out even more because it's not even deathbed but um um, one of my dad's friends, uh, like in his circle and stuff, one of uh, his friend's kids, um, he was going to go out one night with his friends. They were going to go party, whatever, go to a club, whatever. Mm-hmm. And right before that that dude left, he, he had just gotten his paycheck and he gave his mom like a shit ton of money. And he like told her like, oh, like, here's this in case anything happens. And that night, dude got in a fucking car accident and died. No fucking way. And it's like, it's shit like that, where, like, supposedly people that are, like, walking to their death, that they're gonna essentially kind of, like, tell you in a way. So, like, him saying that, like, oh, in case anything happens, like, here's all this money. Mm. And, like, um, but 
the dude had like yeah died or whatever had a funeral had his wake and everything and i think it was like those couple weeks or like the couple days like right after he had died um it was my dad's family friend so like we went over to their house it was one of the weekends that i was over there and we went over to their house and his fucking mom's obviously like sobbing like a motherfucker his brothers are all crying his dad they're all just like fucking mourning hardcore and I'm there, and, like, the moment I get in, I can already feel it. It just feels terrible. Like, the energy in there just feels so bad. And I go upstairs, and uh, as I walk upstairs, I'm, like, walking down, and on the left side is one room, and, like, uh, it was dark. When I passed by, it was all dark as fuck in there. And then you go a little bit more forward, and on the right side is uh, dude's, his grandma's room. So, um his mom's mom they were in there and they were just fucking like going through it and like that room's like oh there's a big ass window the sun's coming through it's all bright as fuck but they're in there just bawling and yeah we go up there and i kind of just like stay in the hallway i'm like yeah i'm not fucking going towards that yeah and i kind of like back up and i'm just in the hallway and i scooch over and uh i hear something in that first room it was all dark as fuck and i hear something in there and i'm like what the fuck and i like kind of like scooch over and i'm looking in and at first i like I, I just don't see nothing it's just dark and then i realized that the dude's brother's in there and i'm like oh fuck he's like on the bed and he's fucking crying and then there's a window kind of in the back and i could just see the silhouette of someone else in there he's literally like just fucking on the bed like fucking crying and then i see someone standing in front of him and i just see a black figure and i was like oh shit like maybe it's the dad or whatever so i just like I didn't, yeah, you know, I was giving them respect. I had no fucking idea. So I just kind of like backed off. And then when I saw that, I was like, all right. And like, we were there for a fucking minute. And then I'm just in the hallway for a fucking while. And then dude comes out. He comes out and he goes into the other room where his mom and stuff is at. And I'm like, okay, like, there's that guy. Like, there's one more in there. There's one more guy in there. I know I saw two motherfuckers in there. There's one more person in there. And then uh, I thought it was his dad. And his dad walks out that other room. And I'm like, hold the fuck up. Like, I thought... Who's that? Yeah, I was like, that's the dad. Like, who the fuck else is in there? And then, yeah, I end up finding out, like, no one else was fucking in that room with him. Everyone else was, like, either downstairs or in the grandma's room. And I'm like, fuck. Like, that was old boy fucking standing over his brother, like, you know, fucking going through it with him. But I was like, damn, dude. Like, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, that's just crazy. It's just... All of that shit is super fucking crazy. Yeah, and like, uh, even with when it came like comes to death, I remember uh, when my grandma passed away. My my mom's side, she she passed away way before my our grandma um, Belsa. Oh okay. And her favorite animal, or her favorite, yeah, her favorite animal was a hummingbird. She oh, loved cool. hummingbirds, birds in general, but hummingbird was like her thing. Where she was yeah. like, oh, I freaking love hummingbirds. And when she had passed away, I remember my mom, um, when she was in the hospital, my mom hates the color black, hates it. And for some reason or another, she bought a black comforter. And I even was like, mom, like you fucking hate black. Why are you buying a black comforter? She was like, I don't know. Something called me to it. Like, I don't know. Like, okay. So that day she puts out the, the black comforter and that's the day that my grandma had a heart attack. Fuck. She had a heart attack. She passes away. She's not able to come back. And so my mom, now, she really hates the color of black. Like, she refuses to put black in her room and everything. Because it brings her back to that moment where she she kind of blames herself. She's like, oh, I think I'm the one who called it. 
I'm like, just because you bought a black fucking cover, like, no. That you were given a sign that it was going to happen. Right, that's yeah. different. So, anyways, grandma passes away. And a week later, you know, my mom, she took some time off work. And a hummingbird ends up flying into our house. Shit. A hummingbird. Hummingbirds don't go anywhere near people, <laughs> let alone inside a house. And I remember me and Junior, we were, we were upstairs in my room. We were playing, uh, I think it was the GameCube. We were playing GameCube. We were playing Mario. And we just hear like a fluttering, like, yeah, the, like yeah. super quick. And we're like, what the fuck is that? And our mom is in <laughs> the room cleaning because she was washed. She was cleaning her uh, bathroom. Yeah. And so we just hear this flutter. And I'm terrified because I'm like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> and Junior's just like, the hell? So we walk outside and we're like, where is this fluttering? And it's the bird hitting against the window. And so we were like, oh, my God, it's a hummingbird. And so we call my mom and I'm like, mom, mom, there's a hummingbird. There's a hummingbird. And she's just like a hummingbird, like in here. And we're like, yeah. And so she steps out, and as soon as my mom walks out to right here in this area in the, in the staircase, Chuparosa. the chuparosa goes to her, and my mom puts her hand out and fucking lets her. Damn. The hummingbird goes to her hand. It lands in her hand. And just they, lands on her hand. They say that's how like good luck. And that's my mom crazy. is just like, you know, in pure disbelief. And so then me and Junior are like the fuck like what is that i've never seen a hummingbird in real life so i was like what is that and my mom was like this is your grandma and i'm like what do you mean and she was like your grandma loved hummingbirds and hummingbirds typically don't let people touch them let alone stand still on a fucking human like especially if they don't know them and so then um i remember junior was like oh can we touch it and my mom my mom was like no don't touch it and and then my mom was like well you know what yeah actually try it and the, hum- the bird actually let us touch it Damn. me and junior like we were both petting this thing and so then my mom was like oh okay like it's time to let it go she goes because if we don't it's gonna die like th- it can't live here so i'm like all right so we walk downstairs and my mom tries like we open the door we go outside <laughs> and my mom tries to let the bird go and the bird would not leave the hummingbird was like i'm 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 kicking it here now like we're besties <laughs> And so then we're like, what's wrong? And she was like, I don't know. Like the bird doesn't want to leave. And so then my mom, I think she finally made that connection. Of like, this is, this is really my mom. And she told the bird, she was like, it's okay. Like, I understand. And like, it's okay. You can leave. And so then at that point, that is when the bird tries to leave. And even then it stayed under our roof. And my mom was like, no, like you're going to die. Like you need to leave because you're going to die. And then like, I don't know if the, like, I don't know what, kind of symbolism symbolism it was but it was kind of like the bird finally was like okay like you're okay to let me go then i'm okay to go and so then after that it left damn and and then after that like my mom she had a moment and so like now when she sees hummingbirds come to the house she's like oh it's your grandma it's your grandma and but it was that was crazy because we were just like what the fuck like that's never again happened to us yeah that's crazy i've always it's always been a i've always heard about it like stuff like that happening like with death and like the way it comes about or shows itself or whatever just stories like that and it's crazy that it's always after the fact no one ever realizes it in the moment i feel like especially something like that i feel like we're not constantly thinking of death like that yeah and i realized because it was the the entire conversation we had were literally scary stories and i'm just like i'm not saying scary stories but like um abnormal experiences yeah some paranormal shit yeah paranormal shit and it's just like damn i didn't realize like I've had these many instances, like, the Yeah, you've fuck? had a fucking lot, dude. You got, I mean, what's her face it was enough for me. We could have stopped there, and I would have been, like, satisfied with just 
Oh, dude, I fucking knew it. I feel like you were telling that story, and I knew it. I yeah. knew that I was that person, and I don't know. I have, yeah, I don't know. Thank you for listening to From Here Inward. That was the episode. Sorry for the abrupt ending. Uh, that conversation that we had lasted, I think, a total of like five hours. And the chunk that you guys just listened to was kind of that focus of um, Halloween. So I will be dropping a part two um, with Sammy and George just because of the amount of content that we did record together. There is a couple of, you know, nuggets and uh, gold nuggets in here and there with the, um, the conversation that we had. But that one I'll drop as a part two. Don't think it'll be as long as this one, but it's still something from still a good chunk from what we recorded um but thank you thank you sammy thank you george um i appreciate you guys i appreciate everyone listening um thank you